welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we are going to be looking at the case of Rakusen and Jepsen. The citation of this case is 2023 UKSC 9. And the subject of this case is rent repayment orders, which are statutory orders that can be made against landlords who have committed offences related to rented property. A landlord who is subject to a rent repayment order can be required to pay rent back to a tenant. In these proceedings, there is a question about whether an order can be made against a so-called superior landlord. Now, the easiest way to describe a superior landlord is a landlord's landlord. In other words, there is a chain with the tenant at the bottom, a landlord above them, and another landlord above that landlord. Hopefully it will all make a bit more sense when we look at what happened in this case. Our superior landlord and respondent in this case is a man named Mr Rakusen, who granted a short residential tenancy to a company called Kensington Property Investment Group Limited in May 2016. Kensington Property then entered into a separate agreement with Jepson and the other appellants in this case, so that they could each occupy one room in the flat in exchange for a fee. The problem was that second agreement required the flat to be licensed as a house in multiple occupation for the purposes of the Housing Act 2004, yet no such license was ever obtained. As such, the tenants applied for a rent repayment order because of this failure. The issue was that the application was made against the superior landlord, Rakusen, rather than the immediate landlord, Kensington Property. Rakusen applied to have the claim struck out on the basis that it could only be made against the tenant's immediate landlord. That was refused in both the first tier and upper tribunal, as it was held that it is possible to make a rent repayment order against a superior landlord. The Court of Appeal then reversed that decision, and so the tenants appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The main focus for the justices was Section 40, Subsection 2 of the Housing and Planning Act 2016. This defines a rent repayment order as, quote, requiring the landlord under a tenancy of housing in England to a. repay an amount of rent paid by a tenant, or b pay a local housing authority an amount in respect of a relevant award of universal credit paid to any person in respect of rent under the tenancy, end quote. Now, the fact that this definition refers to a landlord under a tenancy and the rent paid by a tenant suggests that an order can only be made in respect of an immediate landlord, as this is the tenancy agreement that generates the rent, which it is alleged should be repaid. Indeed, it isn't really true to say that a superior landlord would be repaying rent to a tenant in this situation, because that landlord has never directly received rent from that tenant. The Supreme Court then went on to identify seven contextual factors that also support this reasoning. Firstly, under the original 2004 Act, rent repayment orders could only be made in respect of immediate landlords, and there is no evidence to suggest that Parliament intended to change that when the scheme was revised in the Housing and Planning Act 2016. Secondly, it does seem that the purpose of rent repayment orders was to target those who directly benefit from the payment of rent 
which is the immediate landlord. Thirdly, rent repayment orders are not the only remedy that exists to challenge landlords who do not operate in a legal fashion. They can also be fined, subject to civil penalties, and even receive banning orders, so even if a rent repayment order does not apply here, it does not leave the tenants with no recourse whatsoever. The fourth reason was that if rent repayment orders could be made in respect of superior landlords, then it would create undue complexity in the law regarding how much should be paid by whom to whom when the courts and tribunals are dealing with multiple tenancies. Number five, the more simple definition is also supported by section 44, subsection three of the 2016 Act, which defines the amount to be repaid in terms of the rent that has been paid. Furthermore, while the Protection from Eviction Act 1977 extends the definition of a landlord to include, quote, any superior landlord, end quote, in a range of instances, it was deliberately not applied to the references to landlord within the rent repayment order scheme. Number six, the white paper and other pre-legislative materials for the 2016 Act are consistent with the idea that rent repayment orders are not available in respect of superior landlords. And finally, there is a general principle of interpretation that says when there is doubt as to whether a provision imposes a penalty on someone, it should be read as not imposing a penalty. The justices therefore concluded that rent repayment orders cannot be made against a superior landlord. Overall, I think that this is a pretty easy decision to agree with. After all, the wording of the legislation, alongside the contextual clues, all point in one direction, and made the Supreme Court's job pretty easy. There are a lot of dodgy landlords about, and it is tempting to want rent repayment orders to be available in all instances, but it is not as if there are no remedies at all. As the justices hinted at in their decision, there are plenty of other ways to take legal action against a superior landlord who has done something wrong. Here it just did not make logical sense to have a superior landlord pay back rent to a tenant from whom they have never actually received rent from in the first place. Perhaps at some point the law could be developed to expand the scheme and include superior landlords in a way that does make sense, but that will ultimately be for Parliament to decide. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!